This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Dell Moore of Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you don't have one piece of smart tech in your home today, you're behind the curve. But in 2018, it's easier than ever to make your home smarter with smart light bulbs, thermostats, and, of course, speakers. And we'll talk about upgrading your home and give advice about any other home improvement projects you may be working on. From automatic locks, which is the coolest thing ever invented, to putting up a fence, you can join the conversation right here at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing? Mm, doing great. Absolutely Could, busy. Couldn't be better. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys working on? Well, I'm working on my, um, I think last time we talked, my swimming pool had some uh, some leakage. Man, <laughs> you so, are so first world, man. So we have... <laughs> So we so we dug the backyard up and oh, no. um, found the leaking pipes, got oh, those no. fixed. The pool is running. Um, it's um, it's kind of a um, yellowish color now. The deep green has gone away. Wow. It's turned turned yellow. So it's it's on its way to blue. Right. Um, <laughs> and um, so uh, other than our regular builds, that's um, that's awesome. Uh, get, got the pool almost ready. So let me ask you had you had to go and fix the plumbing in the ground. So you had to dig oh, up yeah. lawn. Sure. Oh, man, man. I hate with that. a shovel. Oh, oh no, 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 no! With a hand no. shovel. No. Now, now, wait a second. Don't and don't get all crazy. No, no, don't get all crazy. You know he didn't pick up the shovel. Okay, I'm just okay. He's fooled us that time. Somebody, somebody had to supervise it. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So well, I got my it? wife to do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dale, what are you working on, man? Man, we are uh, pulling concrete. We've been busting up concrete. Um, you know, seems like everything, the last three jobs, just been something around concrete. Really? You know, digging in the yard. We ran um, new lines and things. It's just been a lot of fun. My elbow's still hurting. I had a 60-pound jackhammer. And, and just You used the 60-pound jackhammer? Yes. I don't know why they don't make them. You know, you know what they do make nineteen-year-old guys. Yeah, where are they? Jackhammer. Right on vacation right. somewhere because <laughs> I was looking for some. Well, I I, I I could have used some help this week myself. I was putting sheetrock over my head oh, on the no. ceiling this weekend, and there is nothing to tell you that you're just not man enough no, than sheetrock. Right. No, <laughs> if you can just hold your arms up for 10 minutes in there, you'll realize. Right, but then you know. put 80 pounds on top of it. Oh, right. You know, try it now. Um, so that was fun, but I did get it done. So uh, it was a, a big victory. So Anyway, Absolutely. if you wanted to ask about your home improvement uh, question or about our topic today, Smart Tech, you can give us a call at 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Got an email here that's really neat. Check this out. All right. Uh, Hi, guys. I have a two-parter question involving a wall outlet and a light switch. Mm. And uh, this is coming from Mac. Here we go, Mac. Uh, I removed a closet that had an outlet in one wall. I now want to set that outlet in the now exposed wall 
The only issue is that there will be a bunch of extra wire left over. Is that a problem, or can I just leave the extra wire in the wall and close it up? Um, guys, you want to answer? I would say if it's more than um, you know twelve to sixteen inches, you should cut it. That okay. way, you can you know have you know if you got three feet, you don't want to stuff three feet in the wall. Yeah, I wouldn't leave any more extra wire than than necessary. Is that is that just for uh, being? Uh, good about your wiring, or is that causing a, a safety hazard? Yeah. Well, it's. I don't think he's got enough wire in there to cause an issue. Right. Um, and it, it's. I mean, why? Why leave it in there? It's. It's probably a good idea. The according to the pictures, the house looks like it has some age in it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a good idea to check those connections anyway. There you go. And yeah. we did get a couple of pictures with these. That's why we're talking about the. How the house look. Also, uh, the second question. I also want to move a light switch from one side of a doorway to the other because I'm changing the direction that the door opens. Uh, that that is important, and the light switch does make sure. sense. Sure. So, how difficult is this? Um, a local electrician quoted me five hundred plus to do this, along with the first thing that we talked about, which was the uh, the outlet in the wall. Uh, but for that price, I'd rather do it myself if possible. Well, he needs to take good notes and good pictures, you know, just uh, like a diagram so you'll know how to put it back together. Once you diffuse it, you get those uh, wires all spread it out and they all start looking the same. You need mm-hmm. to know what's what. So make you a kind of – I always make me a cheat sheet. I label them. This is uh, the top wire that goes here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things of that nature. So you'll know, kind of like when I do uh, change the spark plugs, I need to know exactly where this goes back to. Right. I can tell you, I've, I've personally, and and I am not the pro, I'm the amateur, right? I'm the handyman. No, that's so. not the pro way to do it. No, but what, I, what I'm saying is that as, as the amateur, um, I've moved these switches and outlets. The, the trick every time, Mac, is turn the power off first. If you'll just turn the power off first, you'll be amazed at how much you can get done. <laughs> but can and not you die. Right. Yeah. just take all those wires loose and put them back together? Well, you got to do it exactly as they were done before, and you want to look also new outlets and switches look a little different than older mm-hmm. outlets and switches. And uh, and your best bet, if you're going to do it yourself, go ahead and YouTube it. It's mm-hmm. not incredibly difficult. It's just dangerous if the power's on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know another way to say it. Jeff, any any thoughts there with that, whether this guy should do this or call an electrician? Oh, yeah, no, I would I would definitely do it myself, sure. Okay. All yeah. right. I mean, yeah. according to the pictures, he, he's done a lot of work already. Um, yeah. yeah. Already knows a good bit. Sure. But if you just go in and cut those wires and you're not an electrician that, you know, mm-hmm. knows where they go and follow you. You need some kind of uh, matrix code or some type of braille. <laughs> matrix code. I will say what Dell said of taking a picture. Take a picture yes. of the old one that comes out of the wall so that you can see what goes in there. Here's the and here's the idiot uh, handy hubby guy. Me. I tried this one time. Now I've, I've mm-hmm. changed out hundreds of switches, but I tried it one time with a three way. Oh man! And I went oh, ahead and yeah. Cut all the wires first yeah. and thought, mm-hmm. oh, I'll go back and figure it out. Nope. Oh, no, because they all look alike. <laughs> I, I will never, I, I'll never forget this. 20 <laughs> years happens. ago, I'm trying to hook up a three-way. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, I'm at the No, it's, it's, it's bigger uh, than us, guys. Oh, and you I mean, called well, electrician too late. You, you called know, him too late. Right. You we, called so. him. He was like, man, I could have helped you two hours ago. But uh, now you got it all now, messed up. Right. My, my favorite cheat sheet on that. Is I take a permanent marker mm-hmm. and I put um, 
two lines on each wire and cut it. So this one has two lines. The other one has two lines. They go back together. And oh, cool. One on That's this a good one, idea, man. One on the other one, and it goes there. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, some kind of puzzle you can put back together. Well, and the reason why Dell says that, on new stuff, on new electrical stuff, the wires will almost always be different colors. Old school stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the wires are black or whatever. You know, I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard. To, yeah, That's it. Kind of hard to find. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. If you want to get your question and you can give us a call, it's 877-MPB-RING. So which 877-MPB-RING? <laughs> so do you guys uh, do you guys have any smart devices in your home right now? Well, my house is um, just like Blue House on the Prairie. We still have um, candles, coal, candles. And, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <It's> pretty, yeah, <laughs> with nothing. But yeah, you know nowadays, right? Smart phones, smart houses, smart people. So, so uh, Jeff, do you have any of the smart devices in your home yet? It, you know, other than teenagers, we we have the. I don't know how you call those smart devices. Right. We 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 have um, the computerized locks. Oh, the locks, the, uh, the 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 door locks. But you now, know what I've always wanted with the computerized lock. I've always wanted. You know, my my daughter is kind of a latchkey kid, mm-hmm. so she comes home after the bus. I've always wanted to like sit there with her in front of the door and kind of like lock and unlock the doors to mess with her for <laughs> right, you know, like for right. my desk sure, or something. Sure. Just, anyway, that's cruel. You, you know, in the in the new construction world, um, for about seventy five cents a foot or so, mm-hmm. you can you can do all of your pre wire. You, really? can, you can get Fiber your octopus. you can get your cat five, cat six. You uh-huh. can get your your phone, your cable, your fiber. Will anyone um, have wires after a little while? Well, this reminds me of like, have you guys ever gone into an older house, yeah, maybe done in the fifties and sixties, and it was built with stereo wires all over the house? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The 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 wire is being replaced with fiber. Right. Uh, so no, it's not going to be a wireless, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But uh, what we're doing in the new construction is putting everything to a central um, location. Mm-hmm. We put our uh, router in that location, and then we'll set a wireless router in the middle of the home, mm-hmm. in the ceiling. Uh, we'll pre-wire for our alarm, pre-wire for your surround sound, mm-hmm. um, and then all of your data right. cabling, be it phone, cable, whatever. Uh, and that that's going to run you somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 cents a foot or so. Right. And do y'all also uh, pre-wire for the cameras as well? Yes. Ooh, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, there's uh, there's, there, there's it's so easy in the in the new construction end. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you don't before have you to... put sheetrock up, you can do anything yeah. you want. Yes. Sure. That's the best time to do it. Get your house, um, smart house technology while you're building. Right. You know, the the thermostats. The thermostats, um, the best thing they came up with. Uh, man. It it's just is so the convenient. most genius part. It, they actually, they're smart thermostats. They they come by their name honestly. They mm. will figure out how you normally uh, keep the temperature oh, yes, and climate yes. of your house. And after they kind of figure that out, they'll just do it for you. Yeah. But see, now what we do, uh, we turn the old houses, like I said, the... Um, Old little house on the prairie, we turn those into the modern smart houses. Yeah, you can do that. And it's a little challenging because <clears throat> you got to run your wire through an existing house and crawl in the attics or under the house and, mm-hmm. and little things. We run into our challenges. We have to hardwire things down and programs mm-hmm. and things like that. We don't have a computer room in the house, so we got to find right. a central location for this. But it works out. All and right. the old houses love it. 
There you go. If you want to talk to before we leave, right? Yeah. If you uh, if you want to get your question in, it's eight seven seven MPB ring. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. What smart home products do you use in your house? We use our Alexa constantly in my mm, house. Yes. I mean, constantly. Make um, How do you like it? Also, let us know what other home improvement projects you're working on this summer. You can call in with your questions, comments. Just tell us what you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline.org. So let's go straight to the phone, guys. And Thomas is on the line uh, driving a truck through. Where are you from, Thomas? I'm from Farmington, Missouri, guys. Good morning to you. Morning. What can we do for you? Well, I just come across your show by accident, a first-time caller. Oh, cool. What I have for you is a a question. It's an apples-to-oranges type question. We're wanting to live... We're standing, we're planting our roots in Missouri, my wife and my kid, rest of our family. we got a big family. Well, what we're looking at is either buying a house out in the country or remodeling our home that we have now, which was built in 1959. Uh-huh. So, uh, but where's, where, do you, where is the, my question now is, where do you stop trying to keep your house together, <laughs> do a complete gut job, remodel right. everything? right. To buy a house out in the woods. How do you go? Where do you stop? Uh, Jeff. Okay, Thomas. It's Um, the the never ending question right there. Yeah, I mean, I can can relate to that a little bit. We've got a cabin, uh, it's 100 years old. And, um, you know, we kind of struggled with that thing, that same. You know, concept, do we do we tear it down, Mm -hmm. build new? It's so much easier. Everything's brand new, brand new. But, what we ended up doing, the hundred-year-old cabin had so much character yeah. that it was so cool we couldn't tear it down. Right. So, <laughs> you know, and, and your house was built in '58. Your house has a lot of character. Um, that's that's so personal. Mm-hmm. If, if if you like the the you know the pink bathrooms and the, right. and the greens and the, <laughs> right. and and all that stuff's coming back and if you know poor insulation the windows windows are not insulated well mm-hmm. um you can slowly get all that stuff done cost wise it may be less money to build new well um, i mean i mean and honestly we we apply the same if you think about it we apply the same kind of concept to vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when right. you start, all right, you'll be like, everybody's like, raise their hands in the air. I don't have a car payment. And then you're like paying $400 a month for maintenance. And it's like, yes. well, maybe I should have a car payment. Yes. <laughs> you know? well, yes. and, and, you know, the the 1958 house is cool. Right, it is. It's, it got, is. A, it's got a low-pitch roof on it. I, I right. love them. Yeah. I love them. So it's going to come down to taste and what you want. That's right. It's chocolate and vanilla. Yeah. sure is. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, – oh. Tim, yikes. Uh, Tim, I want to say first, before we start this question, turn that light off. 
So Tim is in Daphne, and his question's got something to do with a light fixture frying sound. So you with us, Tim? Yeah, I'm here. How are you guys doing? Very good. Turn that light off now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did. I did. Um, I have a uh, – my house is uh, about eight years old. It was new construction when we got it. Everything, you know, is beautiful, so, um, two stories, um, and – uh, it has um, my upstairs where all the bedrooms are. There are three switches. So, you know, one at one end of the hall, one in the middle, and then one at the other end. Mm-hmm. Well, the one in the middle, I turned it on one time, and, and um, it's probably like earlier this year, and I heard like a little bit of a frying, and I'm like, what is that sound? And then I heard it also in another switch. And, um, and, and, and it's like in the middle switch, sometimes the light will come on. So if you have one on, and then the other off, and then you go in the middle of the hallway and flick the middle one, then all of a sudden the front one won't come on, and mm-hmm. I'm going like, oh, man, this is an issue. I don't know what it is. Do I just need to change out all the switches? And I figured if I did, then I'll maybe put on one of the switches. I mean, I'll put the switches in where, you know, it's like the touch switch or something instead yeah. of the flip. Mm-hmm. So, uh, t- uh, uh, Tim, how, how old is your house? Uh, it's eight years old. Okay, okay. It sounds like a loose wire. Ah, uh, that's what it sounds like. So, and, okay. and what are you thinking? What on the switches? In the switch. In the yeah. switch. Yeah. In the switch. That's yeah. Because you can hear it when you when you turn it on slowly. You can hear it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Just check it. Okay. Turn your, likely, turn your turn your turn, turn your breaker off. off. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Turn turn your breaker off. And um, uh, remember, now you're going to have uh, you're going to have hot on one side. Um, get get a get a wire tester. Uh huh. Really and truly, okay. it's okay. it's not. Hey, for for eight bucks, you can get a wire tester. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I bought a I bought a wire tester. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I didn't know if it was a good one. I'm a photographer by profession, so okay. I know nothing about electricity in the home. But I I did YouTube, but I heard you guys mention something earlier about YouTube, so I realized that I wasn't too far off on that one. Right. Um, so I do have a wire tester to find out if there is electricity going to a certain that's right. Spot. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, uh, and so 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 you so I so I, I guess it is something that I can do on my own. I didn't. Have it, to it is, and and then okay. look if they punch the wire in the back, pull it out, put a put a curly cue on the end of it and actually put it on the screw in don't, the screw don't leave it punched in the back and there's okay. there's little holes on the back of the outlets that that are supposed to make it easy and fast for you to do and, that and it does it does it just it, eventually they wiggle out they, for some they reason will, they will get loose you re- remember <laughs> through that electrical wire is heat uh, heat it expands when it's off it cools and it and it works itself out. That's why Jeff was telling you the best way is to kind of curl that wire and screw it in with a screw rather than just punch it into the hole. I see. What, okay, I think I understand exactly what you mean by the punch and the mm-hmm. the, the curl, mm-hmm. and then with the curl you put it on and then you can twist it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So with like, the okay. with the screw. Right. With the screw. The screw. And yeah, in okay. some cases they might have uh, a couple more than necessary wires in there, like your switch box is used as a junction box, so you got a couple of wires just you know in a uh, wire screw nut there, and you can check those as well. It's, it's like point. too much in the box, so it, it's okay. kind of that happens. Check yeah. all your connections. All right. Thanks, they will Tim. A combination. Join some things into that switch box. And try to push it all in there. 
good point. Okay. Okay. I, I really appreciate that you guys know I'm going to continue to sit and listen to the show. I am really enjoying this. Thank you guys. For <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Thank you. Let's go to Amon in uh, Memphis. And this is also one of the coolest things ever invented. Amon, are you with us? Hey, yes, I am. How do you pronounce your name? I may have done it wrong. <laughs> no, you, you, you got it. Amon. Yeah. Amon. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so you've got um, motorized blinds? Yes, yes. So let me tell you a little bit behind the story. So, um, you know, I obviously, like uh, everyone, want, you know, wants uh, motorized blinds. Uh, so I went online and checked out the price, and they want like almost $1,000. <laughs> For the motorized lines, yeah, yeah, for each window. So, so obviously, I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm a geek. I can try to put something together. So I, you built a I robot did. to pull the wires, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So, no, so what I did is, um, I ordered the blinds online. They're the regular sheer blind kinds, uh-huh. and I, I looked up online. There, there's a lot of Chinese companies selling tubular motors for like 50 bucks uh-huh. got got them um and then found out that you know they obviously don't come with the right parts the the, the crown the crown adapter right that turns the motor so so then i went online and found like 3d printer uh files uh, uh, wouldn't that, you oh man <laughs> so you, uh, you built one those out. Uh, it all works great um the only problem is I have this unsightly wire that comes down the blind, and I have to plug it into an outlet. So I was wondering if there's any way I could like run it inside. Um, and I wanted your get, you know, your uh, comments on like whether or not a uh, hundred and ten volt wire uh, could be you know fished that way and have mm-hmm. the junction box in the attic, or uh, if a twelve volt would be better, uh, depending. You guys have at it. I mean, you can definitely hoist wire it in. The one ten's always going to be there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can you can fish a wire now. You know, you, you're going to have fire blocking in your wall, mm-hmm. which is which is um, it's a purling that goes in between the studs. That's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm going vertically up, so I have attic right up uh, the window. So I'm 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 going to be drilling with an extension bit straight up into the attic. Amon, you absolutely yeah, sound as though you no, have the no, skill set. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're you're gonna get it done. And hey, worst case scenario, you got to cut the sheetrock. Okay, okay. You know, wherever you tie no. in, just make your little junction box. <clears throat> okay, gotcha. Uh, one last thing before I leave you. So, um, uh, you know these these blinds are not smart. Like they, I mean, <laughs> they go up and down. They come with a remote. Mm-hmm. However, they now make uh, these things that are. Like learning, uh, uh, you know, remote free, uh, RF radio frequency uh-huh. things, and they connect to your Wi-Fi uh, or your uh, yeah. internet. Only needs and the app. Then, yeah, and then you can link up a bunch of your like you can uh, teach Alexa how to send the right commands, and the blinds can go up or down. You can write programs yes. uh, where you can you can say, okay, I want this much light in your room, and and they'll just kind of. You know, all throughout the day, just adjust. If the clouds come in, the blinds go up. You know, and <laughs> Mine, that's just mind blowing, man. I mean, just, you know, like you, you had the theater, you, you the can scare dim. little kids with this. I know you can scare little kids with it, right? <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, Mont. Man, Halloween's gonna look a lot different, man. All right, um, real quick, do we need to go to break or just talk to Frank? All right, Frank, we know who you are. Frank is in Jackson. You got a comment about that frying sound on the. Uh, on the switch, are you right? Uh, Frank like Bacon. 
has been fried myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to caution the guy about those testers. Uh-huh. Do not get the type that you push in, the two little prongs. Oh, yeah. I was inspecting a housing project in Vicksburg and did that, and I got a big spark. <laughs> oh, no. And, uh, so it was hot. <laughs> that, uh, it's like a, a little tube with uh, two little lights on it to test continuity and uh-huh. things like right, that. Right. So try that, now, number one. Number two, on three-way switches. Yeah. Um, Throw them out and get two ways. 45 or so. Yeah. A lot of times those things don't work because one of the switches is not fully engaged or disengaged. So you got to mm-hmm. make sure that you fully engage those switches. Now, I know that modern switches, you have a little give that lets you know when the switch has been uh, activated. Yeah, a little um, slip, slip but That could be a problem in addition to the fact that he's got a loose wire. Number three, the guy with the blinds. Mm-hmm. I did an inspection at the Hines County Jail, and they've got these huge doors that slide. And I looked at the motor they had attached to it, and it's like a three-quarter horsepower motor to move these huge doors. Oh, wow. So I asked the architect, what is that about? He said, well, um, you're a civil engineer. You don't understand mechanics, but <laughs> it's the gear ratios that they use. They use a high-speed um High-speed, low-power motor, but the gear ratio was such that the mechanical advantage moves those doors quite easily. Now, Frank, you're leaving us behind here, man. <laughs> the, the civil engineer part has just uh, left the station. Okay. Well, keep up the good work. Love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. Uh, number of calls, 877-MPB-RING. Uh, we're going to continue our discussion after the break. What what smart home products do you use in your house? I like it. Also, let us know what other home improvement project you're working on this summer. You can call in with your questions, comments, or just tell us what work uh, what you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for Change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. All right, so we're talking today about smart tech and, of course, any project you've got going on that you want to ask about. I went into the last break talking about our Alexa at home, and it's neat that you can hook these smart devices up to, say, a thermostat, to light bulbs, the whole nine yards. You can completely um, – let's see – Amazon was doing the the big bundle the other day with their with their Amazon Prime Day, mm-hmm. and they were doing a security bundle that you could do in your house. They were doing a uh, a bundle with like a uh, a smart speaker and a a Ring video camera, mm-hmm. you know, to go. Yeah. Over. yeah. So it, I mean, it was it was a neat little thing, but it was a beginning into the smart technology thing. I can tell you, folks, one of the easiest ways to get into smart technology first is either to grab one of the uh, 
smart home speaker devices. Usually they've got an entry device at around $50. And and go ahead. They got a um, – it was real cool. It's just a smart light. You can uh, program the light to your uh, phone, so if you want to – Turn the light on. That's what I was just about light. to say. The other great you know, entry into smart home is, um, and I'm going to say a brand, but there's lots of brands of them, but, but Philips is getting yes. very famous for doing this, is the smart bulbs, is that you can get into the smart thing pretty easy and pretty quick by going through a system like that where you can just control a single bulb. Sure. And there's a couple of ways to do that. And, you know, the fun part of that is that Phillips will link up to your Lexus. You can mm-hmm. tell Alexa, dim the lights, mm-hmm. and boom. You, you know, that, that's that's going to play a huge role, too, in uh, universal living, mm-hmm. uh, aging in place living. Oh. You know, if your eyesight is not what it used to be, then mm-hmm. we, can get a, we can get louder doorbells. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's say that you're... Um, hey, your, Alexa, your turn ears. off the TV. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then, <laughs> you know, the you can't hear your doorbell at all. Well, we we, we have them now with flashing lights, right? Yeah. So, the, well, and and everything has changed. The fact that the fact that you can have a camera on your doorbell and yes. not open the yes. door and talk yes. to the person and yes. talk to them, sure, not from, open the door from the anywhere, yeah. from from anywhere, right? I just happen to know that there's a person that I work with here that monitors his front door all day from his computer. <laughs> Another cool Uh-oh. thing, um, the cameras said have uh, focus and zoom in ability where my uncle got 360 on his cameras, man. He just pull it up and turn the camera all the way around, like just look all the way around the house. Oh, yeah. wow. It's got a, hmm. a good view. All right, let's go ahead and go to the phones. Tony is on the line. has got a comment about the smart devices. What's going on, Tony? Oh, I just wanted a uh, first-time caller, by the way, guys. Um, oh, cool. Thanks. The program and thoroughly enjoy the topic today because we recently just uh, upgraded our home to smart home. Um, did a kitchen uh, renovation, and uh, it was perfect time to, to make those changes in the kitchen with uh, the down light. So Home uh-huh. Depot sells a, um, a, a down light that will actually change the color temperature from warm to cool, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what you want to set it to. Um, if you're having trouble deciding what color of white you want to put in your kitchen, then this was a perfect. Oh uh, my gosh! Yes, that is awesome. Uh, light bulb. You know, uh, uh, we absolutely love it. A long time ago, I had a fluorescent uh, fixture in my kitchen. A mm-hmm. long time ago, and uh, I got bulbs one time, and they were blue, and I felt like I was in my office all the time. <laughs> you know, when I was in the kitchen. Right. And I went and traded right. them out for some different bulbs that made it yellow, and all of a sudden it looked like a kitchen again. Mm-hmm. But that was that's a really good point. I didn't realize you could do that with a single bulb. Well, oh, yes. um, to, I'm not sure what brands they they use, but uh, Philips. You, you mentioned that Philips Hue mm-hmm. makes the same the same version, and it has the, the color temperature. You can go anywhere from a warm to a cool um, on the uh, the brightness. Like you said, it's a more of a blue hue. Right. Than the, and that can could be harsh for a uh, kitchen to to look uh, like you said an office. Uh, right. We we thoroughly uh, love it. It requires a hub, which is uh, Wink makes this hub, mm-hmm. and uh, it of course you had to tie that into your network. Right. But, uh, we absolutely love it, and we can tell Alexa um, kitchen lights warm, and they'll change yeah. to a nice warm. Oh color. man, that's yes. living, Tony. That's the stuff right there. And you can right. also add track lights up under the counters, you know, like the um, cabinets. And you can tell those on come top. Up. Yeah. Right, top lights, it. bottom lights. the coolest thing that ever happened to the world. Yeah. You, okay. can't, you can't hide money. No. And play right. my favorite song. <laughs> yeah. 
Play my favorite song. Hey, Tony, thanks. We appreciate that, man. I love the endorsement of the uh, of the smart homes. All right, let's go. Oh, to, yes, thanks a lot for calling. Let's go to Jeffrey in Long Beach, and um, he's got an outlet series problem. What's going on, Jeffrey? Uh, I've got a house that I've been redoing over the last two years or so, and I was hanging trim in my master, and I had – there's a couple of things plugged up, but I plugged up my chop saw, and – I had my overhead light in. It was turned on. A couple of lamps turned on so that I could see what I was doing. As soon as I went outside to, to start cutting, the minute my saw went on, it shut off. I went inside to see what had happened. The overhead light was off, and two outlets in the same series did not work. Right. Mm-hmm. Went to my breaker box, and there was no breaker thrown just to see if maybe it had thrown it and not seen it in the breaker box. I shut off everything, shut it back on. Uh, I can't get... I can't get the series, the outlets in the series to work, and I can't get the overhead light to come on. I'm not sure what's going on. So where's the GFI in this chain? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, do you know if there is a uh, uh, ground fault outlet somewhere in uh, there? Like, one of the ones like with one the test and reset? reset? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have a reset. This house has been added onto and taken probably three or four times. It was built in 1960. I'm also right by the ocean, so Katrina did a number on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... There, there are some of those outlets in the house, but not connected to this series, it would appear. It has done nothing. That I've pushed the one button that's there, and it hasn't done anything. Okay, so there's well, only it, one. It's, 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 and you've tested it with a tester, and there's no power to the outlet, correct? I haven't tested it with a tester, but I've plugged appliances in, and there's nothing coming fine, out. Fine, fine. There, there, there is a breaker thrown somewhere, uh, Ryan, Jeffrey. I it's. I mean, it's simple. It's yeah. either a GFI mm-hmm. uh, or it's a breaker. And you may not know where it is. It may be uh, some, since you said uh, other people built onto this house, which right. may mean it was not to code. I mean, they could have a, a, an outlet going up to the attic, for all you know, that right. you could find. That's and, a and unless these outlets are near water, once you find that, get them off of that GFI. Right. You, the, the weatherman can come on and say it might rain today. That that's enough to to kick the breaker on a GFI. Oh yeah. Okay. They, they're right. so sensitive, they they wear out. Um, mm-hmm. I would suggest a new one, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's to me sounds like a GFI right. if you check the breaker panel. And by the way, uh, if it's a 15 amp, that saw is going to get it every time. Just sure. about. Yeah, it's a big chop saw. Yeah. So okay. if um, sure. if it's not the breaker, then I've got a GFI somewhere in my house. I need to throw. Jeff, Jeff, that's what All it right. sounds like, man. It really does. Exactly. But thank you. I appreciate the help. I enjoy the show. Sure. Thanks, Jeffrey. Appreciate it. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. One of the things that the guy uh, that a couple of these folks have mentioned on the smart home stuff is is choosing that hub. And that is kind of interesting because when you're doing the smart hub thing or the smart home thing, there are actually a couple of different brands and directions you can go with. Mm -hmm. And these hubs... Uh, typically work best with their own matching equipment. You need the same everything. Just if you um, like the way I do my power tools, they all use the same battery. It's a yeah. It's an ecosystem so, within yeah. itself, and I know what you mean uh, with your power tools, Dale. Because if if you get that one tool that's a different brand that takes a different battery, all oh, of a sudden no. it just you know. Oh no, it's not as good. <laughs> so all right, uh, let's go to Bob in Mobile. He's well, no, we'll give that just a sec. Um, but the thing that matches all of these, so like if you decide to go to the Amazon thing or if you go to Google mm-hmm. uh, or if you go to any of these services that do smart homes, you know, there are several 
um, companies that offer these services now uh, that will come in and do a turnkey service for you and just install this stuff straight up. Um, So you can actually buy that. Um, That might be something that you want to look for. All right, now we can go to Bob Immobile, and he's got uh, smart home networks on the brain. What's going on with you, Bob? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, one of the ramifications of putting in these uh, network devices mm-hmm. for your smart homes mm-hmm. is uh, is they become obsolete. A manufacturer sells the products; they're not going to update the software on the product, and and they can become vulnerabilities for hacking. Oh yeah. Um, because you got people over in Russia going, hmm, the Democratic National Committee has smart <laughs> switches on their lights. And, and you know, so they can, they can hack in uh, potentially in the future because your devices never get upgraded. When was the last time you installed a firmware upgrade on a light switch? Um, and then once they're in your network, they can use that to leapfrog to other networks. You know, you could have. That's true. That's true, Bob. And you know, the the bigger issue to me is that that's not just true for the thing you're talking about with smart networks or smart homes. That's that's everywhere. And I mean, if you if you own a cell phone, you're 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 in line with the rest of us. So, um, and I know that is something that we have to worry about. And uh, I can tell you. They've discussed on the next show, Everyday Tech, they've talked about the security and what one can do with these. Mm-hmm. And all we can do, Bob, is our best. You know, yes. I mean, uh, I mean, we're vulnerable now. But I can tell you that the benefit ratio here, like uh, Jeff was talking about, especially accessibility, oh, yes. the smart home has, has changed the ability for people to stay in their homes or not. You know, that's, that's right. It's, it's been a really big thing in, in homemaking and in home living. It's brought us closer together with communication and, and a lot of things, man. Yeah. All right. Check on my house in a minute here. <laughs> Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You know what? In just a second, we're going to be right back. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast. You can call us right now, though, at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Here we go. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. If you missed any of today's program, you can always subscribe to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB Public Media app. Also, if you want to join the conversation now, you can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or you can email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, let's uh, let's keep moving to Bill is on the road, and he's a network engineer. He can, he can clear us up here. What's going on, Bill? I had uh, been listening to the program with some interest, mm-hmm. and the question of hacking came up. Yes, sir. And the best advice I could give anyone is to keep the hackers out at the uh, periphery of your network. And there's a device called a UTM, a Unified Threat Management Appliance. It looks like a regular router and allows you to prevent people from coming into your uh, place and scans for antivirus, uh, malware, all of that, and you're holding it outside your network. 
Mm, so it's a, it's a preferred method of uh, keeping bad actors out of your home. It's kind of it's kind of like a gate at the end of the driveway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great idea, and you think, Bill, thank you for that. That's really important because, you know, there's a lot of folks out there that I think are hesitant about going the smart home route because they hear uh, of the monitoring features of that and, sure. and uh, the fear of hacking. So that that's a really neat thing. What's that, what is that gadget called again? A unified Threat Management, UTM. Hmm. Uh, they're made think? by several, several manufacturers. You can see them on Amazon. What about do you think they run? Or what's the range? Um, the one I have in my house was $300. Okay. All right. Well, it's good to know. I mean, if you're doing a complete smart home install, it may be worth that. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, to go ahead and do prices. that from the from the get-go, and that way you can you can expand on your smart home as, as much as you want as long as you have that, that gate there. So, All right, Bill. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. So uh, do either of you guys have a smart speaker in the home yet? No, no, I don't. You don't. So no. speak uh, like an Alexa or a Google Home. Or oh yeah, yeah. Like we, we, I have. Um, I can't help it. Yes, I have some some Alexa stuff. All right, here, here. This is what I'm gonna. I this is what I'm gonna tell you. There is an app on your phone. Google does this now too. Okay, okay you ready for this? Mm-hmm. You can measure distances with your phone. Hmm. Okay, so like if you want to measure the distance of 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 a room. Like from one side of the room to the other side of the room? Like the laser. laser like measure. the laser measure. Mm-hmm. Your phone can do it. Okay. Look but for only, the app. only if I'm by my speaker? No. Well, no it's it's app. It, it it's has app. nothing to do with the speaker. Right. This has nothing to do with speaker. You switch gears on me and I, did. I didn't catch Sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah. I was just Thanks. telling you, this is a neat, uh, <laughs> a neat DIY tip that I found the other day. I was trying to measure the oh. sheetrock that went on the ceiling. Yeah. And I was thinking about this smart stuff, and I'm like, I know. Java's like, where did that come from? Yeah. 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 He yeah. switched yeah. up all this. But see, it's an app for everything now. This is my ADHD. It's an app for everything. I understand. But, but no. It's, I got uh, the barcode scanner app, um, everything. Yeah, you but know. this measuring tool can tell you, okay, you've got a four-inch screw, or you've got a, a six-inch stair. Or you've wow. got a yeah, okay. I mean, just, okay. you know, it's a really neat tool to have around. Yeah. It's like carrying a, a tape with you all the time. And it's accurate. Yeah, it I'm is. Assuming. Yeah. Okay. I got um, one app that um, it's on their AI. the cost of a, it, does, it measures the square footage mm-hmm. and it puts a proposal together. I mean, it's really? literally a secretary. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, there's so many of these things that can be done. And one of the things that's great kitchen technology with the smart homes. Oh yes. You know, something neat that you can do. You can, if you go on vacation, Mm -hmm. you can check and see if your oven's on. Wow. Isn't that something else? Yeah. Doesn't that, that's a game changer. You know what I'm saying? That's a really fantastic thing. Let's say you've got, um, uh, say kids staying at the house while you're gone. Sure. I mean, you can see if somebody left the water on, somebody left the heat on, the, you know, the oven open, whatever. You can do all that, you know. You mm. can wire up your house yeah. so that uh, indicators tell you just about anything going on while you're there or not. Well, you know, I saw something on a commercial the other day that the, there's a refrigerator now that has a camera in it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can look and, and see what's inside sure. without opening it. Yeah, because, I mean, how, how many times have you been to the store thinking – Hmm. Do we have any mustard? I wonder if I need right. some eggs. You know? <laughs> right. That's exactly and, right. And then, yeah. and then you buy it, uh-huh. and you end up with 
you know, five pounds of cheese. Right. Because you buy cheese every time you go to the store. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. It's not, you know, it's a really neat. Uh, yeah, I it think is it's cool. a great thing to do. I, I think it's getting our lives to where we can't operate without our smartphone. Right. Oh, no. And the apps. Seriously. Yeah. Think you about need the it. apps. Think that's about true. it. All right, let's keep so. going to uh, Bob and Mobile, smart homes and data use. What's going on, Bob? Well, I got I got a couple of things. Can I, can I have two? I got two different deals. One, okay. I heard you all talk earlier about the smart uh, thermostat. Yes, sir. Yes. I've got a, I've got a hunting camp, and uh, me and my neighbors share an Internet service for our camps because I, quote, unquote, work up there occasionally on Fridays. Right. And, um, <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> so me too. <laughs> I have a, I have a nest at, and, um, uh-huh. it's nice because when I'm not there in the winter, for example, I'll turn it down to about 55 just so it keeps everything from freezing. Right. Sure. But it's not because when I leave the house here in Mobile, I can, I can get on my phone and dial up my nest and change the thermostat up to 68, 70 degrees. So it's not, cold for the first several hours when i get there which oh, my wife always i don't really care my wife certainly appreciates it and it's much less stress for me right but mm-hmm. the primary reason why i call was i ran into this a couple of years ago that i redid my house and put a lot of smart appliances in my house huh. and at the time the only internet that i had available to me was a dsl service through our everybody's favorite phone company right um and i kept for the first Six months, eight, eight months. Mm-hmm. I kept on my bill. I would get these twenty, thirty, forty, sometimes fifty dollar per month internet overage charges. And right, finally, I right. called them. I'm like, "What is this internet overage charge?" Well, you have a you have a limit on the amount of gigabytes that you're megabytes or whatever it was that you're given per month. I'm like, "What do you mean?" The data cap. And yep. it was it was buried on page 14 of right. some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. some, you know, of some statement I'd, I'd received previously. And, um, so I was actually, I actually went and had to change my internet service in order to accommodate the, the data, smart home, the passive, the passive data usage that I was never using before that just because it's constantly updating and constantly doing this and checking this and Right. This. So your thermostat checking the weather outside and all that other stuff is running your yeah. your data. And a lot of it was, quite honestly, a lot of it was uh, was the satellite television provider that is updating constantly updating the schedules. Right. Of so right. I, I will warn everybody to you know you might make sure that your in my, my point is make sure your internet service has the ability to accommodate. Not only on a data usage standpoint, but also on a speed standpoint, whatever smart mm-hmm. technology you're putting in your house. Right. That's, That's a, a good, good deal. Appreciate yeah. it, Bob. Yes. All right. Uh, before we wrap this thing up, we got to talk to Lois and Picayune, and she's got a question about smoke detectors. Are you with us, Lois? I am. So what's going on? Yes. Um, in my house, uh, when it was built, they built in the smoke alarms, mm-hmm. <clears throat> wired them in, and... Um, I have trouble with them beeping <clears throat> at different times, mm-hmm. and I've changed the battery. They still want to beep. Somebody told me that I needed to change all the batteries at the same time. Hmm. Is that? Do you know anything about that? That sounds I mean, reasonable. It that does sound sounds reasonable. reasonable. They're they're all tied in together, which is a good thing. So I would try that. Mm-hmm. Give that a shot, Lois. 
All right, folks, uh, we've uh, spent an entire hour doing this amazingly. Wow. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and it's funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill. For Dell Moore and Jeff Sammons, I am Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.